Hello and welcome to the Rant and Rave podcast. I'm Dave. And I'm Frank Dave. Good morning to you, my friend. How are you today? You're looking good on this day, December the 2nd, year of our Lord, 2023. We are into December, Dave, and only 23 days away from Christmas. And let's put the Christ in Christmas, for, shall we, this year? Put it back in Christmas for all those, uh, you know, those atheists out there and those non-practicing folks and just right up there in their grill. What do you think, Dave? How do you know, I, I, Yeah, let's go for that. Uh, hello, everybody. Welcome to our first uh, show recorded in uh, December of 2023. I agree. Yeah, um, you, you look at most school programs now, it's, it's, it's the holiday week off. It's the holiday holiday week yeah we, we don't we don't how dare we actually mention yeah. the word Dude, christmas I was in my anymore office the other day quick aside uh, the lady who works at the front desk she's like oh mary uh like happy she's like mary have a great christmas oh i'm sorry i meant happy holidays oh. i'm like I, no i said dude don't be sorry i said yeah. it's christmas i said rewind yeah. reset you're not going to offend me or anybody else in this office like say merry christmas you know to keep your happy holidays for the libtards and all those kwanzaa practicing <laughs> right. people they can have it I know we have to. We're walking in eggshells around here. It's uh, you know the the not whole. Me, brother. Uh, not me. There you go. I know. I'm walking, it's I'm it's that it's that. Proud it's, that as can be. it's that corporate lockdown mentality we still have. So we got to break free of that and just li- live our lives the way we want to live them. People, we're yes. all about uh, peace and freedom ever out there. So hey, so much going on in the world. Let's let's dive into it. We're going to start domestic, then we're going to go international, covering the whole world. The whole world. Um, hey, uh, there was the uh, thriller in Manila. On Fox News on Thursday night, uh, gruesome Newsome against Ronda Sanctimonious, the, de- the big debate. I got to tell you, uh, we were both frowning on it. I remember we were saying, well, I'm not going to yeah, watch it. Yeah. We were a little grouchy about it. But I got to tell you, it was su- surprisingly more exciting yes. than we thought it was going to be. Agreed. Um, Ron showed why we thought he was the best governor in this country, basically, up until a little bit ago. He has the facts. He's, he's a solid guy. Not very charismatic. We know that. Right. But... It was really uh, Gavin's arrogance and sliminess totally. that it, it, that slipped that slipped in f- and and he fell hard on his face because like all Thanks these guys, me. once you th- once you throw uh, logical commentary their way and some yeah. facts, which yeah. Ron is very good at actually, yes, um, they have no recall, they have no no response to it. That's and right. Gavin with this smarmy little smile, and I got to tell you to sum it up, we've all been hey for ninety nine percent of the time we're thinking oh Gavin's going to be the guy. I'm down to about 70% now after this debate. Yeah. What did you, what did you think of the highlights? 100% agree, dude. No, I think that's a great take on it. Um, yeah, 100% agree. You know, look, in a pinch, uh, I could actually, I'm not going to say this out loud, but maybe I will. <laughs> yeah. In a pinch, I could almost see myself supporting Ron DeSantis, but not as president. As pre- he's, he's, he mm. came, but, but, you know, it, what it, for me, Dave, it really de- clarified, distinguished, and put the bright lines between what it means to be conservative in this country and what it means to be liberal. Yes. And California versus Florida, uh, Newsom versus DeSantis, it was just a beautiful way to show what are the results of really crappy policies and a crappy leader over many, many years. Newsom was the mayor of San Francisco. He screwed that city up. Now he's the governor of California. They have the poop maps. I mean, DeSantis had the poop map on him. I mean, he really crushed him, dude. I mean, he really, I watched a ton of the highlights on Twitter. He really did crush him left, right, and center. Um, It took Gavin out of the race, in my view now. 
there's no way he will. Yeah. This, this was like a trial. I think the DNC uses a trial run to see if he could basically stand up on the center stage, mm-hmm. and he, he fell apart like a cheap suit. He's just he's never never going to make that this year, at least not this year. He, he's uh, a typical arrogant guy who's who's definitely uh, in a bubble. He lives in a little bubble. Yeah. All the yes people all around him, so he's never had to con- have yeah. have to have this yeah. uh, response that yeah. he's had to get. And, and I have to say, the sanctimonious landed every single punch mm. that you and I have talked about about Newsom in California in this show in the past couple of years. I mean, every single one yeah. from the crime to the illegal immigration to the to the uh, to the private schools for his kids, for the lockdowns, for the COVID, for the French laundry, for, just for all of it. <laughs> yeah, just got he, it all. He nailed every yeah. single part. I have to say, I was quite uh, quite pleased with us. Apparently, it got so ugly. Apparently, it got uh, they pulled a plug on Gruesome uh, early. So Jennifer, his his uh, corrupt wife, wife she's yeah. a, she, that's totally a whole other corrupt. side topic because yeah. she, she's yeah. a horrendous person. Yeah, uh, pulled him out. Say, hey, Gavin, we're done. So yeah. it ended about twenty minutes early, apparently. Right, exactly. And yeah. I also really, I got it. You know, I, I think Hannity did a good job. As a, it was really a nice change of pace and no yeah. audience. Yeah. So they they got a lot of information they out did. there. They did. No, and Hannity had all the fat. They had all the slides with referenced and all the bullets and all the charts and fully referenced Ron, <laughs> fully referenced bullets, facts on our side as they always are. And like you said, slimy reptilian Nusa just <laughs> just sliding around with the trying uh, to like you know put extra grease in his hair for that for the debate that night and thought that his little charismatic kind of stupid little laugh and you know he laughed at the poop map and he you know when, the poop when ron told the story about talking to a resident who'd relocated to florida and he said oh you know what, what's wrong with california and he gave the whole laundry list oh by the way what's your name he's like oh i'm the I'm gavin newsom's father-in-law, father-in-law. <laughs> i mean it's just uh, classic he nailed them on every single point yeah. every point so I, I think it will not move the needle at all as far as Ron's uh, performance. It might give him upcoming. a five-point bump in Iowa, and, and Trump's Maybe. still going to crush him. I think it will yeah. give him a slight bump. Uh, and basically, I think it's um, what I think strategically it's done, Dave, is that it's give the, given the donor class a last gasp of oxygen on him. Mm. I think they will continue to support him a bit more down the road, keep him up uh, before they go all in on Nikki. But uh, his time is limited. And then I think it also opens a door to other people, I guess you would call them people, who would be taking Biden's place, which is all still to come uh, before the DNC convention in the next summer. Uh, that still has, it just has to happen. Right. And now they're, they're scrambling. You can just tell they're uh, with the cigars, you know, the fake cigar smoke there right. as they, they do their vaping. Uh, they have to figure out, oh, I guess that uh, Gavin's not quite ready for prime time yet. What else we got? Hey, Michael, I mean, Michelle Obama, maybe we're going to still pull her out of the, out of the. Totally. Um, hey, another one more big domestic story before we oh. uh, jump uh, over. Well, I, I got a bunch of big domestic stories. Dude, oh, you got so. more? Okay, we'll oh, do yeah. some more domestic. Okay. No, go for it. Yeah. M- mine is, uh, hey. You know, forget about the border. Forget about the budget. Forget uh, the most important thing for the GOP was to uh, to, to get uh, George Santos kicked out of Congress. I mean, really, people. I mean, okay, he's a little eccentric. He's kind of an oddball. Um, he has he he has not been convicted of anything. And when you compare him, what he had done to oh, I don't know, uh, Adam Schiff uh, uh, lying about the Russian hoax, or Eric Swalwell sleeping with a Chinese spy and lying about it, or Bob Menendez with his gold bars being corrupt, you know, getting all these, these gold bars out of Egypt. When you compare it to poor George Santos, he, I, I think he already did the right thing by saying, hey, I'm not going to run it again. Yeah. That was his penalty. But no. The G- 105 rhinos had, the, had the, the, the gall to get up there and say, we, don't, we, we, we can't deal with it. Really? Yeah. 
Well, I'll add to that, Dave, too. You know, you mentioned all of the, the, the key highlights. This, you know, I would add to that list that you just gave, you know, the, the Rashida Tlaib squad, oh. you know, the raging anti-Semitism. Um, dude, this was just first of all, so the folks at home understand, this was 100% a McCarthy chalk block play against Speaker Johnson. 100%. Speaker McCarthy, former Speaker McCarthy, I should say, is still at play. He has about 100 or so buddies. And they want this was his message to Speaker Johnson. I'm still here. I still have a lot of power. Don't screw with me. I want my power back. And here's my message for Speaker McCarthy. Maybe you should go cozy up to your little roommate there, Frank Luntz, in your D.C. apartment. You know, have some cocoa, get some matching PJs, you know, do whatever you want. Or go back to Bakersfield where you belong in California because you are a total rhino. We don't want you. We don't like you. And did you have a little victory here? Okay, you got rid of Bowman. Big deal, okay? Uh, you're, you're still, you're, you're at, your ass is still ours. You're not the speaker anymore, but Dave, make no mistake. This was 100% coordinated by McCarthy. Yeah, well, it's really, that's a very disappointed, uh, disappointing. Um, and when you think that only five people have ever been removed from Congress, I mean, uh, just absurd. It really sets a bad president as well, as well. It's like, oh, we don't like that person. They haven't mm-hmm. been convicted of anything. Okay, let's get rid of them. Yeah. Ter- ter- really, uh, uh, it sets a bad bar. So of those 105, and once again, does, does the GOP stick together? No, we don't. Yeah. And yeah. that's what the DNC always has on us, Frank, yes, is that they, they, they stick together like glue. They play Smash Mouth, baby. I got to give it to Mark Elias, oh, the whole crew there. I mean, do. when they dig in, whether it's Arizona or wherever it is, Pennsylvania, they dig in, they dig in hard, they stay together. It's like trying to split the goat herd when you're at a high school dance and you're a single guy. You got <laughs> the, the goat herd. They stick together like that goat herd. I mean, it's they're very, very tough, and we just don't do it. We like to no. disintegrate. Dave, I got a few other domestic stories I need to touch on before we go international. So okay. just give me a few minutes here, uh, very briefly, just so folks are staying uh, awake at home. <laughs> uh, I'm going to talk about uh, former uh, DNC advisor James Carville and a couple things he said. Uh, I want to talk about the EO executive order on AI and why it's so dangerous. Uh, Jim Jordan's weaponization committee uh, and special prosecutor Jack Smith's record as it relates to Trump uh, and some of the J6 stuff. Uh, And maybe a little bit on Gutfeld and the southern border. Let's start with DNC advisor James Carville. Dave, you remember this guy, right? He basically looks so old now. He's just brutal. He's a skeleton. Dentures, skeleton, barely can walk. He's awful. He was on Bill Maher. Uh, a couple of nights ago, and I'm going to give you an exact, actually, I should have, uh, maybe I'll try to pull it up as a quote before the end of the show. Here's the quote that he said, quote, Speaker Johnson, because of his Christian beliefs, represents a bigger threat to the national security of the United States than Al-Qaeda, end quote. I mean, so now he knows that's a blatant lie. This is all political. Why are they doing this? They are using their acolytes to lay the framework and the groundwork so whether it's we talked about this in many previous shows, whether you're a DVE, domestic violent extremist under FBI guidelines, a Christian nationalist, they're trying to equate that to terrorism. So the DOJ and the FBI basically come and lock you up or shut you down via this new executive order on AI I'm going to talk about later. But that's basically what they're doing, Dave. They're laying that groundwork so that that can be done. It's not James Carville's a smart guy. He's he knows this is a total blatant lie. It's not that's not the point. He's he's doing it for political reasons. Meanwhile, the southern border invasion continues. It's worsening. There's massive numbers of African and Middle Eastern uh, fighting age men walking across the border. And when I say walking, I literally mean walking. They are pulling the bars apart on the wall. 
They're cutting the razor wire. Their border patrol has been told, don't repel them, just enable their entry. So they basically come in, the smugglers pull the wire down. There's, there's tons of video on this on Twitter now for some great reporters. They come across... The CBP acts as Uber, Uber drivers, and they get them to their locations in San Diego or Tucson or El Paso or wherever they're going. Uh, so, Dave, in my view, here's the whole play. And this is the connect the dot story. So we're reporting what's happening. Here's why it's happening. Basically, in my view, Marxist forces in the United States are allowing the mass illegal, not allowing, but incentivizing the mass illegal immigration through the cartels to provide support for the global reset when it comes to happen inside the United States. So these people can fight the patriots, us, when it comes. The Marxists' only hope here is that there's only enough of them in before the patriots get so pissed off that they revolt, which actually is starting to happen. But I believe that's why there's 10 million that have been allowed in now. There'll be another 10 million allowed in before Biden's term is up. And that is to basically install uh, effectively a big militia of folks to carry out this reset. What do you think? Yeah, the great, the great reset is here. We've been talking about it for many, many years, and they will deny and deflect, but it, it's happening. And it's so, they, in fact, they just came out officially. We now have 50 million people in this country that were not born here. So that's, that's number one. And you know that whatever number they give you is fake and phony anyway. So add another 10 million on top of that. Right. Wait, you, you, a country cannot, we've taught, it's horrible enough here, but let alone Ireland. Yeah. A country cannot sustain itself when well, you have yeah, 16 million people yeah. that not and who who have no intention of integrating into society. So, totally, we'll get into that uh, European stuff in a second. Um, last couple of points onto the domestic front, Dave. So, uh, not sure if you heard this. The J6 committee footage. It was subpoenaed by Trump's lawyers in as far as the Jack Smith trial uh, regarding Marlago and the records and all the rest of it. Well. As it happens, all those records were destroyed by Liz Cheney <laughs> yeah. and the entire head, all the heads of the so-called Select Committee on J6. All the records were destroyed. First of all, that's a federal crime. They just basically say, "Ooh, whoops, sorry, it yep. uh, slipped, a glitch, you know, glitch, just like the election glitch, you know, something happened." Dave, this is just like freaking unbelievable. I mean, I, I cannot believe the in-your-face, blatant criminality of this that all, the going, all the all sound, the all the video that one of the star witnesses yeah gone gone i mean, just like it's incredible it's incredible so anyway so we got that going on um we've got jim jordan head of the weaponization committee has now subpoenaed special prosecutors said jack smith on all the trump and j6 stuff so we're going to get to the bottom of this in terms of what he's been doing behind the scenes to get trump um, and meanwhile, we covered Musk and whatever happened last week on the whole FU stuff on the Disney and all the rest of it. Gutfeld now on Fox News. You see this, Dave? Gutfeld comes up. Greg Gutfeld. I know you like him. Causes a meltdown on Fox News by agreeing with Musk and the whole platform regarding advertisers, Fox News, why they got rid of T Tucker, all the rest of it. And apparently the guests on the show were just sitting there. It was like dead air. It was just like when Musk said F you. Dead air. They didn't know what to do. They were freaking out. I mean, it's number two trending on Twitter today. Um, and now Tucker came out and said he's voting for Trump. So there you go. No, yeah, I know we, we like to throw uh, Fox News under the under the under the under the bus, as they say. But Gutfeld is surprisingly has a, some really good strong stances uh, amidst all of his comedic 
you know stuff that he's that he worked right. with. So good, good for Greg. Uh, he's landed on the line on on his show. I, I highly recommend everyone check him out. I agree. I agree. So let's time to go global. Actually, should we go global? Leave the shores of the United States and yes. go global for a second. There are a few big pockets just to kind of get. Yeah, let's move the camera back. Everybody, uh, sort of a fifty thousand foot aperture on what's going on here. So there's kind of five or six, four or five maybe hot spots globally, but they're all connected. And we are dot connectors here on the Rant and Rave Show. I want to tell you kind of why and how this is all connected. So, uh, first of all, over the last few days, Dave, South America, Venezuela, little country called Guyana, which probably most people have never heard of. It's an, a, a gold and oil-rich country that was first settled by the British. It's, it's just to the right of Venezuela, if you want to think about it that way. It's just to the east of Venezuela. Uh, the communist leader Maduro in Venezuela is now looking at annexing that country because of their massive amounts of gold and oil reserves. Um, and it's right in our backyard, which is the scary part, right? So this is Bay of Pigs times a thousand, in my view. The CCP wants it. Biden just waived all sanctions to Venezuela this past October. John Kerry visited two months later. And then President Xi came to San Francisco last week for a hero's welcome with CCP flags. So this is the connect the dots that folks need to understand. The Central Intelligence, Central Intelligence Agency basically owns Guyana. ExxonMobil runs their executive team, effectively, the management, the ministers and so forth that run Guyana. That's run by the CIA. And the CCP, you know, is funding Venezuela to take to annex this over because Venezuela produces a lot of oil and, and so forth, but they want more. And this is because the sanctions were lifted by Biden. They can produce more, more oil and fund the military machine to annex Guyana. And that is a very, very, very bad thing. Monroe Doctrine turns 200 years old, Dave, uh, tomorrow, this Sunday. Uh, and this is all about uh, we have to enforce the Monroe Doctrine, which basically means get the hell out of our neighborhood kind of thing. Yeah. And the question is if we'll do anything to stop that take over if and when it happens. Yeah, exactly. So so the other ones, I'll, I'll let you come in on this, Dave. But uh, basically, massive shift in Ukrainian policy over the last couple of days with Zelensky. Uh, you know, you're, I'll get to that in a second. European meltdown on the radical Islamic illegal immigration. You're going to touch on that. We've got Taiwan with CCP forces moving in and marshalling around Taiwan and some of the South uh, Pacific islands there, which is huge. But just quickly back on Ukraine, I'll throw it to you. So there's been a massive shift in strategy. Zelensky came out, I think, yesterday or the day before, announced there would be no counteroffensive in the Donbass region, right? So the area that Russia, the, the eastern third of the Ukraine that Russia's already, quote unquote, taken, but it's all Russians. It's, it's basically it's all Russian speaking people. They are now retreating to defensive positions. Why? Because there's no more money for the Ukraine from the U.S. That's it. They've said no. So that's it. So now now they're retreating strate strategically to defensive positions. This is this has been a fait accompli from the very beginning. We've talked about this. Yes. And instead, what we have right now, thanks to the globalists and primarily uh, the Democrat Party here in the United States, who have funded this corrupt uh, and uh, unnecessary uh, battle war, if you want to call it, over yeah. there, because they want to keep their little, you know, uh, uh, money laundering scheme going right. on, right? right. Um, and Zelensky is saying, "Hey, look at me! I need, I need more. I'm not satisfied. I need more." And he, he real, he, he, the writing's on the wall for him now. Totally, totally. Um, the little, the puppet uh, that yeah. is in charge over there. Uh, we're now looking at upwards of a hundred thousand Ukrainians have lost their lives for right. a, a completely unnecessary situation. Yeah, exactly. Um, and yeah. he's up there saying, "Oh, I need more." I, 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 yeah. He's, you know, he's up there begging. Yeah. And meanwhile, like you said, it's we're going to go back to square one. We could Donald Trump would have wrapped this up in oh, one yeah. week. Hey, days. Russia, you want the yeah. Donbas region? Okay, you can have it. 
Yeah, that's it. It's yeah, all over. Done, done. Unless it's, and also, so you yeah. have that. Unless agree to the other other deal, parts of the deal. Yeah. And meanwhile, you got guys like Larry Fink running BlackRock and all these other corporate elite, uh, elitist titans. These these you know I call them sociopathic overlords. They're basically running our economy. And say, you know, forget about rebuilding St. Louis. Forget about rebuilding Detroit. <laughs> know, right. Let's forget rebuild that. the Ukraine. Why sure. it's a giant slush fund where we can actually make more money rebuilding the Ukraine. Uh, with our private jets and so forth going over there to check things out, uh, rather than building St. Louis and Detroit, which are basically hell holes that are done. All the it's it's a you know it's crazy because you know the Western world, uh, you know, even the UK, us, that we've been giving Ukraine all this this you know, weaponry. We've run out of the uh, the the components that you need to make this. Number one and two, they're still trying to force through. How much more in, in the latest uh, bill here, Frank? That there's another hundred billion dollars. Uh, hundred and twenty billion, and so yeah. that's why I've sent I've sent many personal notes to Speaker Johnson. Hundred and twenty billion. They want a chunk for Israel. We'll get a chunk for Israel, a chunk for Ukraine, and they're going to dangle two hundred billion for border stuff. But the two hundred billion for border stuff is just to make the expedition. It's to expedite the entry of illegals even better even to make the process don't, even don't stop faster. It at all. so that's it's not going to oh. stop it's to it's to ex- extend it it's to make it faster and then oh by the way on israel you get kirby coming out national defense Secu- a, a coordinator for us says basically hey israel uh we're done we're done supporting you betrayal okay yep. you can do what you want in northern gaza southern gaza we don't agree with you you got to let all those palestinians live why because there's so much plo antifa left-wing pressure on biden so they're basically trying to tell israel how to run a freaking tactical war you know what my message dave would be to those guys go f yourselves it's the same thing that musk said Pull and, a that's, musk, yeah. and that's basically what netanyahu and israel has said he's like go f yourself we're going to run this war how we run this war and hamas is going to be completely obliterated End of story. I, I like that. Yeah, it's very clear. And that's one thing we keep, you know, we bag on Netanyahu at times. But when it comes to this kind of stuff, he's as tough as nails because he's been there. He's 100%. been the friend and he's seen he's fought. it. He's a, he's been a, he's been, he's a fighter. He's, he's, he's fought a fighter. in wars. He gets it. Um, I, I think you called it exactly. That, and this surprised everybody. And I'm so glad it's like pulling off uh, your Band-Aid on, on, a, on, a, on a festering wound that the, uh, the far left is now attacking the Biden administration because they're, oh, all of a sudden they're a bunch of anti-Semites and pro-Palestine this and pro-Palestine that. It's for the whole world to see, both here and in Europe. And I think it's, I think it's fascinating. I didn't really expect that, to tell you the truth. So now they're getting it on both sides when, uh, you know, even Hillary Clinton got some yeah. people were chasing her and she was given a speech the other day, which is hilarious. Yeah. No, it's, uh, it's, it's a great point. And, and I kind of come back to this old adage that I throw it back to you. It's like when yeah. you have, when you try to please everybody, you please nobody. Ooh. And the far left is trying to please everybody. And when yep. you take, when you take such weak positions and try to please every constituency in every one of those weak positions, you end up alienating everybody. And that's what the liberals have done. A strong leader like Donald Trump was in there. He'd say, guess what? The two yeah. million Arabs that live in the in the Palestine in Gaza that everyone likes to call Palestinians they need to move that that whole area needs to be turned into a, a park like with yeah. grass and ducks they all need to get the heck out go to move them all to Jordan whoever wants them okay uh, Egypt get them out of there they shouldn't be there that would solve all this but guess what the global powers to be they don't want that to happen they yeah. want this eternal conflict so they can always uh blame israel blame the west for uh the, oh the poor gazians whatever you want to call them the poor palestinians yeah. it's always been used as a wedge 
And uh, sadly, it will likely always be that way. Yeah. Um, but the spring offensive, yeah, the whole six-day truce, oh, we're going to exchange uh, uh, hostages. We knew I just, that was BS from the get-go. Uh, you don't yeah. negotiate with terrorists. I mean, I think Kirby, they missed the page one in the playbook of how to deal with terrorists, how to deal with al-Qaeda, how to deal with ISIS. You obliterate them. You'd use yeah. the you use the Sebastian Gorka, uh, you know, or the, you know, the doctrine from what was it, the Iraq war, right? I mean, you yeah. obliterate them. There's no negotiating. No. There's no give me one day, I'll give you five girls. Give me three days, I'll give you a couple of children. Give me 10 days, I'll give you some babies. No, we are going to obliterate you. We're going to give you 24 hours notice. So you have time to get out, okay? And go wherever you want. But we are going to obliterate you and this area. And there's no negotiating. That's it. We're going to flood the tunnels. We're gonna we're gonna take everything over. We're gonna bomb the hospitals that, that, that you're in, and that's it. All and, those all those well all those wealthy Arab states have to step up. The Jordans, the Saudi Arabia, take them, take these people. They, 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 you have much more in common with them than anybody else. So, um, yeah. Let, let, and one more one more comment about uh, Ukraine. My question of the day is is going to be this, dude. Yeah. Uh, because you know that a lot of people. Oh, we, we got to get Ukraine into the into NATO. Uh, which is never going to happen. <laughs> right. Will this continue all the way until the next uh, uh, election of next of now 11 months away when Trump gets in or will it be settled before then? The Ukraine situation? Yeah. Uh, that's an excellent question. Uh, I don't know about the over under on that one. I'm going to bet it's going to still be ongoing in, in one mm. way, shape or form. I think it's going to unless Biden's basically going to come out at the 11th hour. Maybe this is where you're going with that comment. Mm-hmm. And this might happen. He's going to come out of the 11th hour to make him shine pretty and look good and say, hey, I solved this problem two months before the election. I've negotiated a truce. Everybody stopped. No more dead Ukrainians. And it was thanks to me, Joe Biden. Oh, by the way, after Uh, I sent 120 billion and 70,000 people died. But I negotiated a truce two months before the election. And and, and Russia's going to get the same stuff that they would have got after the first week. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, no, hundred percent. And and like you said, Dave, and just to connect it back, you know, to the to the uh, European meltdown story, you know, and we've covered this. And my mom's Irish, and number one fan of the show. And hey, mom, how's it going? And I'll try not to swear so much on future shows. She hates when I do that, but occasionally I do that. But um, you know, look, the the meltdown in these countries is happening. The radical Islamic illegal immigration. You know, Dave, you know, I've been covering this since the '90s in France. Now in Ireland, I mean, did you see? I'm not sure if this is a true story. Did they arrest Conor McGregor? Did you see that? Was that a fake news story? Not did, arrested yet, but he is uh, hate crime charges. That's are it, pending, no. Yeah. So, yeah. well, that's that's an arrest. I mean, if he's been charged, he's been charged with something. Yeah. Right? So they charged him with they charged Conor McGregor, WW, you know, fight champion, all the rest of it, Irish through and through, with hate crimes for basically saying the Irish people have to stand up against the radical Islamization yeah. of. Ireland. And so Ireland, to me, is the poster child of this because they are fighters. They will not let this stuff happen. France is too watered down already. They're gone. UK, pretty much the same. Italy, they're just apathetic about it. Scandinavian countries, they're pushing back a little, but they're too small. I think Ireland's going to be the uh, the arson fire, point of the, the dumpster point fire. Of the, point of the spear. It's the dumpster fire. I think the Chinese Communist Party, look, and you wonder what, the, you know, this all comes back to CCP funding, by the way, Dave. CCP, none of these people will be doing any of this stuff without the CCP blessing. Do you think, do you think that Putin would have invaded the Ukraine without, without President Xi blessing it? There's no way. Mm. He went to Xi, met with them. Xi said, fine. Boom. In they went. Boom. Uh, same thing with Venezuela, Maduro. He's checking on. He's checking for permission with that. She is funding it through oil wells off the coast of Venezuela. So look, this is this all connects back to um, 
to to radical communist China. I mean, I, I have to say it's just it, it's an absolute fact. And, you know, for me, what I want folks to understand, we post this on our social media day, but this is important to understand. The CCP has been at war with the United States for decades. Number one, through chemical warfare recently with fentanyl, 100,000 United States citizens killed a year. Number two, biological warfare. COVID uh, was a biological warfare to get Trump out of office and to kill Americans and three technological warfare asymmetrically with things like TikTok. They're destroying our culture. They're destroying our youth. They're destroying our family without firing a single kinetic shot. That is their goal. I want to piggyback on the Islam comment because uh, it's now front and center of, of, of all this again and absolutely tied in with the CCP or supporting all this. this. Um, Tulsi Gabbard, the great uh, Democrat congresswoman from Hawaii, who's yeah. left that party, by the way. Um, every time you see her lately in the last year or so, she's more and more on point. And I want to uh, I want to play for everybody uh, about a 50 second soundbite of her really encapsulating what's going on and how important it is for, for us to be aware of the Islamic threat happening to all the Western nations. So please, uh, let's let's give her a listen. This issue being something larger than just another conflict between Israel and the people in Gaza, this points to, you know, you look at how many people in the mainstream media are somehow covering for or justifying uh, the actions of, of this Islamist terrorist group, Hamas, and how easily people are being influenced into that side under the guise of being pro-Palestinian. This is, this is why I continue to point out that this Islamist ideology is the most dangerous threat that we face, both in the, the near term and the long term, because as long as they exist, they have to be defeated militarily and ideologically because as long as they exist, we people, freedom-loving people, will not see that peace, security, and freedom that the Palestinian people deserve, that the people of Israel deserve, that the, the American people deserve, and, and it needs to be taken seriously by leaders everywhere. So the question very of the good. day, Frank, yeah, yeah the good. question of the day is this. Why do the progressives, Democrat Party, why do they continually apologize for the actions of the Islamists? Yeah. Why do they continually say yeah. it's a, we, we can work with these people? It's, it's a yeah. religion of peace, as yeah. George Bush uh, fam uh, infamously said at one point. Yeah. It's, it's absurd. Anybody who knows even spends a day uh, researching what the Quran is all about right. and so on, it, uh, that, that it has to be made clear, and we have to bring that point home, uh, in, in, really in every nation, I guess. Yeah, I mean, to, to me, Dave, the answer to the question, I think, is because those folks are not truly, we have in our mind the fact that they are sort of Kennedy-esque liberal Democrats from the 60s and 70s that make those types of comments that you just referenced, they're not. These people are actually radical, far-left, Mao Marxists. And on the, on the political spectrum, Dave, they're much closer to Palestine and much closer to uh, that type of sympathy, that type of Antifa-like radical destruction of government, destruction of the nuclear family mentality, than they are towards the, than they are closer to yeah. the Kennedy liberal Democrat Democrat position. And I think that's the answer to your question. Yeah. They're a lot closer to our enemies' position than they, they are. are than they are to what we remember. Yeah, the, the uh, it's it's definitely it's a, here's the world war for you. It's the Judeo-Christian values against yeah. Islam. I That's mean, it. No, you nailed it. That's and, beautiful. It's exactly you want well to, said. Yeah. And if you want to tie in Islam to what's happening to uh, with the yeah. CCP, they, they're yeah. they're joined at the hip as well. Yeah. Everything we've talked about in the last thirty minutes or so are tactical skirmishes that reflect one war that will probably never end. No. And that's the Judeo-Christian West versus radical Islam. And the way the reason I say it'll never end is because the radical Islam fights to the death. 
And they say that in the Quran. I mean, that's not me saying that. That's and actually here, <laughs> said in the Quran. So the, I, that's why I'm confident this war will continue well beyond our lifetime. And, and hey, this is nothing. This is not, oh, this has only been going on for 23 years. Hey, people, 1,400 <laughs> yeah. years. Yeah, try a couple uh, thousand. Um, yeah. uh, fr from the rise of Muhammad in the 7th century, people, 1,400 yeah. years has yeah, been going on. Exactly. Uh, well, Dave, hey, this is great to see you this week, my friend. Thank you for listening, folks at home. We really appreciate it. Check us out on all your favorite podcast platforms of choice. And we are out there on all of them. I think about a dozen we're up to now. Uh, let's see. We're over 250 shows in, three years. Coming up on our three-year anniversary uh, this election, uh, Dave, in November of 2004. Uh, and uh, I think we've crossed the six-figure mark. So over hundreds of thousands of, of listeners now around the world and have a dozen countries. So we are super thankful and super excited. So at Rant and Rave uh, 1776, you'll find us on all social media platforms. Dave, as always, we will see you down the road on the right side.